0: Having a good time, John, Josh, and Alex, trenchant analysis, John, Josh, and Alex, good, good friends, John, Josh, and Alex, the Final Fantasy.
1: Welcome back to the Final Fantasy Podcast. Uh, my name is John, with uh, me, as always, my two sweet little boys. We got Josh, how you doing, pal? Good, man. Greetings. Greetings and salutations. This is a definite change from last week's intro. I believe last time I said, like, as always, I'm John. Uh, We also have Alex. Alex, how you doing, pal? As always, I'm Alex. As always, as always. Uh, Well, guys, uh, we're back. Back in person. Back in person. We're just going to keep saying that until it's uh, natural again. Every week is the first week back. Yeah, it's just one of those things. We're always back every week. See, I'm under the assumption that every night when I go to sleep, I die, and then I'm reborn the next day. So That's your assumption. Yeah, but I think it's true. Like, if I go on vacation, I have to make sure to make a tape for myself, but i 50 first dates. Um
2: can't prove it's not true. Yeah. I
0: guess I'm just sort of confused by the mechanics, but let's just go on. Yeah, we can move on
1: from that. But, yeah, just let everyone know that I do usually leave an envelope full of cash under a chair that I'm in. Which chair? Uh, Depending on which one I'm using. Which one right now? Uh, if, I mean, if I'm on, va- on vacation, am I in an Airbnb? Am I in a hotel room? I don't know. Leave. Let's,
0: let's do all three of them. Start, okay. start
1: first. Um, if I'm in an Airbnb, the nicest chair in the room. If I'm in a hotel room, uh, usually.
0: Uh, but you got bad taste in chairs.
1: I, don't know I do. Do. <laughs> The Nicest chair in the room. My chair taste is. Well, that's why Josh is here. Josh, which chair would I use? Uh, the ugly. i think thing. The love seat. The love seat. Yeah. Is a love seat a chair? Or is it a couch? It's a great mystery. <sighs> mm-hmm. It's a couch. I don't know. It can. It's the like, seat is a misnomer because a couch is like a couch is like uh, three uh, chairs. It's a couch. Mm-hmm. A couch is three chairs. a love seats, two chairs, obviously. No, one. the couch is a bench made of chair materials. Chair material. Well, <laughs> well, we'll we'll definitely finish that out at the end of the episode because it's some hard hitting stuff. But uh, guys, yeah, yeah anything uh, anything interesting going on in your lives Um, other than, I mean, the obvious? Just free agency bonanza, yeah. It's a bonanza, you know, and there's not free agency. Did any of you guys, did you guys watch the Oscars telecast uh, <laughs> live when the slap happened? So I feel like that's the only, you know... I did uh, see the slap, yeah. So, I mean, we'll ask it here. We are a podcast of fantasy football, but we could easily turn this into... Uh, you A know, uh, Hooray for Hollywood Yeah, a Hooray for Hollywood, <laughs> or, to, or like a murder mystery one, or one with uh, conspiracy theories. Do you guys think it was real?
0: Do you guys think stuff was real? I think it was as real as Apple anything else, else <laughs> that's ever happened. I think everything on TV has always been real. No, it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but every single thing I've ever seen on TV. It television. was too interesting to be fake, frankly.
1: Um, yeah, I don't
2: think the Academy could pull that off well they can't obviously they couldn't do
1: anything else so that was the most important <laughs> or the most important the most uh like remember memorable thing of rememberable rememberable, it's it's memorable. The, most, rememberable thing. the most memorable thing that happened during the entire teller so i wasn't actually watching it because i just like don't care but whenever you guys were Ooh, posting real a real tough I, guy well i was like watching TV. And then like well other TV uh but then when someone posted yeah you were busy I was so busy I was like I was like laying prone on the couch supine which one's the one where you're yeah, on supine. your back yeah supine thank you on the couch <laughs> thanks Dungeons and Dragons uh but I was like you know laying supine on the couch and then I saw we have this Slack channel with all of our all of our good pals and chums and someone said like someone just like I think Ryan just wrote like holy shit. And then, of course, I turned it on, missed it, checked it on Twitter, and I was like, mm, screw it, there's three awards left, I'll just watch the rest of them. Um, also, speaking of Ryan, uh, we brought up last episode, he was on our Super Bowl episode, which they the last episode before the last one. Uh, we will not be inviting him back. Uh, we, apologize. we apologize to all of our listeners. But uh, we will give you
0: his updates on Slack.
1: Yeah, yeah. we'll tell you everything. When he sees me wild on TV. All the, all the hot goss, all the need to know basis. Maybe this
0: memes. I don't know. We'll see. Mean
1: people love those. Meanies. Mimi from Drew Carey. Drew Carey. That's right. Yeah, Very good. Whenever he talks about me. She was so mean to Drew. She really was. But, but, you know, she loved him. Yeah, of course. I mean, they were best friends. But what she really loved, and what are they all in? The city of Cleveland. I mean, come on. Mm-hmm. Who doesn't? Cleveland Rocks. Cleveland Rocks. Well, speaking of the city of Cleveland, uh, guys, there's been some talk about... Uh, speaking of Cleveland Rocks, yeah, <laughs> Deshaun Rocking. wants... Deshaun me. wants... Some. No, uh, we'll, we'll leave that for a later time. Uh, but there's been some talk about Odell Beckham Jr. possibly uh, reuniting with the Cleveland Browns. Uh, thoughts? <laughs> hey, they're getting the back together.
2: <laughs> After half a season. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was quite a change of too. It, I think that remains to be seen. I mean, if they can work out a deal in Los Angeles, why would you want to go with the winner? And what you've established,
1: yeah. Yeah. I, I, you see, yeah, I'm like, especially with all the stuff with his dad, I'm like, it may be weird going back. I mean, you aren't going to be catching passes from Baker Mayfield, so that's got to be a little bit of a, you know, thing, but yeah. we'll see. I mean, there's also been some BS about Jarvis Landry possibly, uh, you know, coming back too, but I think that was all BS as well. Yeah. Uh, B.S. B.S. This is a B.S. Oh, sorry, bullshit. We're allowed to curse. We get we get. No, three, John, you were right to edit yourself. We get three. This is F- a family album. We get three uh, F bombs per episode, which I have narrowed down to two for me, and you guys can fight over the other one. Fuck you. I'm uh, oh, sorry, Josh. Now we'll give you one, Josh. It's fine. Thank you. Just save it for later. We can't have we can have three, and they can't be within five minutes of each other. Uh, but yeah, guys. Okay, so uh, yeah, obviously, you know, Adele Beckham Jr. Going wherever at this point hasn't been a thing. Uh, some other uh, news today: uh, Pete Carroll, Pete Carroll. You know, we all Pete. know, we all know Pete Carroll. Uh, went on the record saying that he would like DK Metcalf to come back. In fact, that that's what he wants, and there's no possibility uh, of them trading him. In so many words, um, but also there was another person he said that about. Not that. Far off ago. Do you know who that was, Josh? Uh no.
2: It was, it was Russell, Wilson. It was Russell <laughs> Wilson.
1: So uh DK Metcalf possibly on the table. Uh and we're gonna get into some more like fantasy winners and losers of free agency here. It's March, guys. Come on. It's March. Uh um, well,
0: March Man <laughs> March you're you're really uh, lecturing the audience on listening to this show. I really do. Like come <laughs> on. Guys, what are you doing? Like what are you doing come on. Go outside. It's nice out
1: maybe, depending on where you live. Uh, d- but, Josh, DK Metcalf, top of your head. Let's yeah. just say most likely he's no longer playing for Seattle next year. What do you think the best fit is for him?
2: Uh, well, I would say Green Bay. He's got the speed that they need to at least try to replace uh, Tyreek Hill. Or, I'm sorry, not Tyreek Hill. Devontae Adams. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Hill. And right now, after MPS was um, traded with another guy with you know, one of the top-off speeds, um, he was the speed guy, so that that's the bigger hole to fill for them. So I think that's
0: the most important He didn't cool. want to go to Green Bay. It's too cold. It's too cold. Well that's what he said about Kansas City. Well, so I don't, I don't know if you want a little geography lesson, John. <laughs> <laughs> Green Bay is colder than Kansas City. Wait a minute. Explain. Well, there's some there's the earth. Okay. Uh there's latitude, longitude. You know what? I'll just leave that for your father We'll
1: we'll we'll finish all this up at the end of the episode. Man, that's gonna be a packed end of the episode. Wow. Well, and I, I agree with you, Josh. I do think, like, if he does get traded, obviously he will be the feature there. Um, but, I mean, still, they're talking about Tyler Lockett not playing in Seattle. So, I mean, that team's a, a whole mess. But uh, bringing up Tyreek Hill, actually, that's uh, that's that's kind of the interesting spot right now. So, um, Tyreek Hill gone. Uh, they did make some signings this week, and you brought up uh, MBS. So, they didn't actually trade Marcus Wells handling. They signed him to a $30 million contract. That's right. Um, get your money, bro. Get your money. Um, and also signed uh your boy Rojo
2: with Ronald Jones
1: as a Kansas City chief. Um now here's the thing. You're you know, you're getting rid of Tyreek Hill, and he, we do know that you know Tyreek Hill was a very fast receiver, Marcus Bellis Bel- Bel- also very fast straight line speed for Marcus Veldascatling is is absolutely there, but it never really happened in Green Bay. You know, he had some flashes, but it was never really that Thing like, can can anyone really replace Tyreek Hill in this offense? No, I mean, just because of how fast you know Tyreek Hill is. Just... But it's not even the, the fast, it's mm-hmm. he has like he has moves, like he right. has moves that like other kind of straight line speed receivers don't really have. I mean, maybe Deshaun Jackson when he was younger, possibly, but I mean, Tyreek Hill is say what you know, all the other stuff, but he is very fast, but he also has. Maneuverability. He's a great route runner, and I
2: think we all think of Tyreek Hill as sort of a you know, deep threat guy, which he is. But you sort of forget that he catches a lot of you know,
0: short yardage. Well, that's in what's place. so too crazy about how good he is. is he's a, he can be a deep threat from a five yard catch. Yeah,
1: you know, and that's the thing that I feel like, and that's the problem because you know we're talking about fantasy winners and losers here, and normally, like in our league, and I don't think it's really any different in any other one. You don't really see a lot of receivers in the first round. Most people probably prefer to go running back running back. So the two receiver, you know, Devontae, Tyreek. If you're seeing two receivers come off the board, and again, I think we brought it up in our last episode. Yeah, we have one last year and then a tied end. You drafted Kelsey, Josh. But in most leagues, I think you'll see like last year and the year before, Tyreek, Devontae, if there's two wide receivers taking the first round, those are the guys. But you're looking at the Chiefs now, like, you know, normally you can kind of count on at least, you know, because you got Kelsey who's obviously great. Tyreek was, you know, an amazing receiver. Like, there's no question that deserved the the pay, you know, deserved the the payment. But Kansas City's wide receiver room this year, and I'll throw this to Alex, actually. Do you trust anyone in that wide receiver room? And I'll go over it. It's, you know, Juju Smith-Schuster's new, uh, Valdez Scantling, and Nicole Hartman. You know, well, let's not go any deeper than that. Those are going to be the top of guys. Do you trust any of those guys, like, in a fir- first, second, third round pick? No, not as a...
0: Wide receiver one or two. Yeah. I mean, maybe, you know, if you drafted a couple of running backs and another position player and then, it, I mean, maybe fifth round. Yeah. For somebody like Schuster or Bella Scaling, but I don't know. Uh, as of right now, in, you know, the springtime, I would say no. It, I think it shoots up Kelsey's value. Yeah. But his value's already been high. Anyway. Yeah. He's the one guy you would draft as a tight end in the first round.
1: And obviously, yeah, Tyreek blowing the top off of a defense helps. You know, Kelsey kind of get in there and run those seam routes in the middle of the field. But I don't think it'll hurt Kelsey no. that badly. And I don't think Mahomes is going to like really lose a lot. I just, and from a non
0: fantasy perspective, I mean, getting Dallas Scantling and Schuster is good. It's, yeah, it's not going to replace totally what he had, but it'll replace a lot of it. So that won't that won't interfere really, I think, with the team that much. Yeah, fantasy wise, yeah, yeah. It,
1: And that's kind of where, like, you know, is there going to be a drop-off? Like, Josh, do you think Mahomes is going to see any regression without Tyreek Hill? Or do you think that Hardman, and, you know, and between you and me, I think Bella Scantling is a better receiver than Nicole Hardman. And that's not saying a whole lot, obviously. I mean, again, Scantling has shown some flashes. Like, again, I'm a Packers fan, so I saw him play a lot. And he does have that breakaway speed, but he also drops a lot of passes. He's dropped. I mean, he could have had another five long touchdowns for the Packers if not for... Horrible, horrible drops. But um, do you think Mahomes is going to see any regression? Maybe a little bit.
2: I mean, maybe uh, you can make a case for you know, with Tyreek Hill. Would he be, you know, one B to Josh Allen's one A? Now I think there's a fairly large, bigger gap between the two of them. But I don't think it's going to be as big of a, um, as big of a, a hit to Mahomes's fantasy value or production. That's a result of Hill being gone. I mean, I think those targets go. Um, you know, if McCole Hardman is now your three instead of your two in that offense, you're still not replacing Tyreek Hill.
1: Yeah, a situation. Yeah, and I agree with that again. And like again, until like we say you know it's March, so you know all we can really do is speculate. We'll see if they upgrade in the draft. I know that they're also tr- still trying to make moves for wide receiver free agency. So by you know next week, all of this could be a completely moot point. They could have DK on roster or someone, you know, that helps replace. Again, I don't think anyone can really replace what Tyreek Hill's capable of doing. I don't think there's really been a receiver like him before. And now you know in Miami they're talking about using him kind of like a Devo Samuel type, you know, getting him, you know, running the football, kind of like using him in space a little bit better. But again, I I still have Patrick Mahomes as my number two quarterback behind Josh Allen. Um, and again, those rankings could easily change. Um, Moving on, moving on to another guy who I've ranked a little bit lower, uh, Ryan Tannehill, uh, Tennessee Titans, uh, just a yeah. little bit, just a little bit. So, so you've got like, and again, do you think that Ryan Tannehill? You, they they lost Julio Jones, but Julio Jones last season in Tennessee was essentially a lost season. I mean, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: When he, how, how
0: many years did he even play there?
1: This was his the one old and only season, that's yeah. right? Yeah.
0: And he didn't do, was he just hurt?
1: Yeah, 100%. he was essentially hurt. I mean, he missed half the season due to injury. And when he was on the field, he wasn't. He wasn't
0: much, yeah. Yeah,
1: he wasn't 100%. Um, so you lose Julio Jones. Um, and I mean, you're going from, you know, Corey Davis was gone too. So, I mean, you're losing a lot of that. But the trade for Robert Woods. Uh, and I'll pose this to Josh. Josh, so you got you got Robert Woods. You've got A.J. Brown. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Um, that's kind of you know that's that's where you're at now. Fergs um, are a tight end. Um, you know, Adam Humphreys was hurt last year too. He's gone. Um, do you think that the addition of Robert Woods helps Ryan Tannehill?
2: Yeah. Um, as opposed to having Julio, I think is kind of the crux of your question. Yeah.
1: Um, well, it's kind of like yeah. Do you think? Because I mean, Ryan Tannehill's year last year. Obviously, they make the playoffs. You know, and and. You get into that, like, are we talking about actual football? We're talking, we're talking about fantasy football. We're talking yeah. about numbers during games.
2: Yeah, from a, I think a fantasy perspective, Robert Woods is a really I think reliable. He's shown himself to be a really reliable wide receiver. Yeah, at least three, more like a late in two.
1: Two, yeah, I think last eight. season was sort of the exception. I mean, I, I think I've owned him two yeah. years and he got hurt fantasy. last year. But yeah, I mean, twenty twenty one Ryan Tannehill, thirty seven hundred yards, twenty one touchdowns, fourteen. Days. And that's with A.J. Brown, but really the whole passing, because A.J. Brown had some injuries last year as well. Um, I'm just, you know, does this help Ryan Tannehill more, or does it hurt A.J. Brown? Like, do you, are you still putting A.J. Brown kind of higher? Yeah,
2: I mean, I'd still put A.J. Brown higher, and, and you know, you can make a case that it's addition by a subtraction, because he's not going to have as many, you know, double teams on him having a clear, yeah, I don't know who their third straight wide receiver would really be, but. Um. Yeah, and, and I also think having Derrick Henry back is a big boost for Tannehill next season. Yeah, I mean he missed I think probably the last third of the season at least, um, and that made them kind of you know one dimensional um, on offense. And I think having the ability to run the ball consistently is going to open things up for Tannehill to look downfield.
1: Yeah, and yeah, the third wide receiver is that uh, Westbrook. B'Kine, Akeen, of I'm not sure how to say his name. I picked him up on a lark last year, obviously not to play him. But, um, but yeah, I, I, I do think, that because Tannehill's numbers weren't bad, I do think that they have the ability to go up. I like Robert Woods a lot. Um, and, I, you know, I'm not saying he's going to, you know, finish as a wide receiver one or anything, but I think he is. A, it could be a big boon to that offense. Um, right now, I have not ranked him like, the, the low 40s. And again, I'm not really setting these rankings like super in stone until the draft happens because I think, you know, obviously the draft will change a lot of things. But I think that's a decent spot for him. Obviously, that could go up, could go down. But we in Tennessee, that passing game, it's what it is. It's what it is. Um, but
0: at its best, it's there to support Henry.
1: Yeah. And that's kind of the thing. And, and A.J. Brown is obviously super, super talented wide receiver. Um if you're going – so, I mean, last week we kind of talked about our rankings for wide receiver. We kind of, you know, put Cooper Cup at one, a mixture of Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson, uh, Devontae. You know, all those guys kind of in the top five. Where, where do you guys put A.J. Brown right now? Because I think he's still got to be pretty high. I think he's a top-ten guy. He yeah, finished I mean, the season I mean, really strong yeah. last year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was like eight hundred some yards, not. But I mean, it picked up in the back end of the season. The offense got better honestly yeah. as the season went along without Dare. I mean, they were still winning some games, but he did show out finally at the end of the season. Yeah. I mean, let me pose a hypothetical. Would you rather have Devonte Adams or AJ Brown? right now? It would game. kind of depend on what kind of league we're in. If this is a redraft, I think I'd rather have Devonte. If this is Dynasty, AJ, obviously for the obvious reasons, but. Um, we're obviously a redraft league, and for the most part, we do, you know, uh, mostly redraft content, so I guess to answer your question the proper way, I'll say, I personally would have Devonte, but again, there are question marks around Devonte right now, too. I, he went to Oak, Las Vegas, Vegas. yeah, Oakland. and Oakland, but I mean, again, he's a great receiver. I do think he's the best receiver in the league right now that's counting last season next season things could change you're catching passes. you're going from Aaron Rodgers to Derek Carr who again Aaron Rodgers is top tier Derek Carr's one of those middle tier guys he's decent he can
0: get the job done um, I mean, I would say he's comparable to Tannehill. Yeah. If not, I think Carr's a little better. But um, I do think that, that Tennessee offense is just in general a little better.
1: Yeah. And I guess we can roll right into to Las Vegas with this one. Obviously, the huge Devontae pickup. Right now, I have Derek Carr at 17. 17. Alex, do you think with the addition of Devontae Adams, with Hunter Renfro, Darren Waller, do you think he finishes above or below that?
0: Without having a list in front of me, I'd say above. Yeah. I mean, I think he's the the problem is I think he's a little better than his reputation is but not that much mm-hmm. but with you know enough weapons around uh, and clearly with adams and and all those other players you just mentioned he's got more than he's had. Uh, in years, so I'd I'd say above seventeen. I don't think that's much of a stretch.
1: Yeah, and I don't think so either. And again, that's like you know this is all preseason stuff, so that's putting Russell Wilson maybe a little bit higher. And we'll get into that in just a second. But Josh, do you think where do you think Derek Carr is going to finish up in your mind? Do you think the addition with Hunter Renfro is going to help kind of propel him into the top tier, the top top ten, top five guys? Really? I I wouldn't put him in the top five. Um, You can make a case for top
2: ten. Me, but I put him somewhere around twelve. I mean, I definitely think he deserves to be picked up over. Um,
1: yeah, I mean, let's. Uh, I'll give you some names here: Trey Lance, good. Justin Fields, Matt Stafford, Jalen Hurts, Russell I mean, Wilson.
0: I'd take him over all those guys except for maybe Wilson, but Wilson's a big question mark. Yeah, I mean, obviously he has the potential to be, you know, new environment, new team, just be a top five guy like he's been before. But yeah. you know, with how how as you turned out, it, you never know if it's just a beginning of a slide or just a blip.
1: Yeah. And then, then, obviously, you know, Deshaun Watson's a huge question mark. Obviously, Kirk Cousins is kind of right there in that mix, too. So, again, I do feel like, I, and, you know, that's the thing. The wide receivers in this situation, I think, will be fine overall. I think that A.J. Brown, AJ Brown's a stud. A.J. Brown is fine. Barring injury, again, I think that kind of goes without Where saying. Where do you have him on your
0: ranking for receivers?
1: I have him at seven. But that I think about, that it, sounds about right. I think it could go higher though. I really do. And but that's the thing. Like the receivers in both of these scenarios, I think are fine. And kind of in the same with Denver, which we're about to roll into. But the quarterbacks, I still you know Tannehill. I'm always wary about Tannehill. I, I don't like him at all in fantasy. I don't. I just don't because he doesn't put up those big numbers. Because again, when Derek Henry's healthy, he doesn't have to. They can easily win football games. With him, you know, and I mean, there are games when he's, you know, throwing less than two hundred yards and a pick and no touchdowns. I mean, that's you're banking on like hoping, you know, a lot. But AJ Brown, I still think, is worth it because of those hundred and eighty yards. The majority of it will probably be going to him. But Robert Woods does change that. I still think AJ Brown's a top-flight wide receiver. Um, but the same with Derek Carr. Hart. Derek Carr's one of those guys that's always kind of there. It's kind of like that. And again, as far as fantasy, I just did the, I don't know what that uh, is called, but he's always, I kind of compare Derek Carr in fantasy as far as, you know, standard scoring to a Baker Mayfield. Where sometimes it's like, eh, and then the next week, you know, they're putting up the worst stat line you've ever started at quarterback. And I know you've
0: been on the back Yeah, I I mean, I, I feel like I don't have it in front of me, but I feel like Mayfield is way more volatile. Yeah,
1: it's absolutely way more up and down. Yeah. But I feel like I know you've, over the last couple of years, had both of those dudes bite you in the ass. Yeah. And that's they're never going to be like that solid week in, week out. Well, yeah, Carr was always a
0: backup. That I had, that I yeah. did it twice, but I made the mistake some years ago of drafting Mayfield, which I thought was very clever. Yeah, but, and I mean, mm-hmm. made four weeks before I got furious and cut him because yeah, is that Monday night game where he or is either a Sunday or Monday night game where all I needed to do was throw for like ten more yards? Yeah, and I think I was or no, I think I was winning by A point and then he threw a pick in the end zone. Yeah, I remember that.
1: And that was this that had to have been the season when they made the playoffs. That had to have been
0: no, because the season they made the playoffs was the quarantine season, it was the year before that. Oh, when was that? Yeah, he was driving in
1: 20. Yep, 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 yep. yep. I keep, yeah, I was putting him in the twenty nineteen. That was
0: the first year, I think it was Mm the year before, because they were supposed to be good Mm -hmm. and they didn't live up to expectations. So next year's the year they made the playoffs,
1: yeah. And that's that's the thing, like. Trust them at your own risk. Again, it's fantasy football. It's it's when you're seeing guys, because even the season, speaking of Baker Mayfield, the season they went to the playoffs, he was not the guy that no. you wanted to start. He was no, not the guy that not. you felt comfortable starting and winning a championship. Yeah. So it's always kind of that, you know, will they, at the end of the, will Derek Carr at the end of it look like a really competent quarterback? Yeah, sure. The stats are there. You know, that playoff season was incredible. Then it's, you know, it's kind of been a downhill since then. But never, he's never cratered yeah. like a
0: Baker Mayfield is cratered. But, you know, it, it, this is, you wouldn't draft him as your quarterback, but, uh and I don't know, it depends on how you go about doing drafts. If you draft two quarterbacks, I generally tend to just draft one and worry about getting one for the bye week on the waiver wire. But with those weapons that you're talking about, yeah, maybe he does have a a mid-career, uh, you know, big hit.
1: Yeah, and it's it's very possible. And with, again, if you, if it's going to happen, it's going to be this year. I would
0: bet on it in August. Yeah,
1: and that's kind of the thing. Like, right now, if he's going to have, like, Darren Waller, incredible, injured a lot last year, but an incredible tight end. Hunter Renfro, solid slot receiver. And Devontae Adams, obviously, a super, super, super talented route runner. And, and him, again, in my approximation, as of right now, the best receiver in the NFL. If it's going to happen for Derek Carr, it's going to happen this year. But mm, maintain some level. You know, you guys get what I'm saying. But we'll move over to Denver. Moving over to Denver. And, again, Russell Wilson, again, he's been kind of on that volatile kick. Those receivers, Josh. Yeah. Obviously, this is an upgraded quarterback. Obviously. On um, just the eye test. Russell Wilson, Drew Locke. yeah. Do you think that do any of these receivers, Judy Sutton, Tim Patrick, do you have any of them finishing right now in your top? Let's say twenty.
2: Yeah, um, I could easily see both Sutton and Judy finishing in the top twenty. Yeah, um, and you know I think Russell's going to spread the ball and look downfield a lot more. In this offense and because they have a great trio of wide receivers yeah uh, in, in all three of them and i think the guy who you know i would be looking at as a value pickup is tim patrick yeah um he quietly had a, a pretty good season i don't know where exactly he ended up finishing but um judy and sutton are getting a lot of the attention with russell wilson joining but i like tim patrick a lot yeah uh, the
1: I do too. I do too, and that's the thing. It's the complete opposite. Yeah, Tim Patrick last year, fifty-three catches, seven thirty-four, and five touchdowns. Um, You get him as a steal
0: because he's got such a boring name. Yeah, it
1: does. It's it's it's,
0: who is this guy? He's gonna sell me insurance.
1: My name's Tim Patrick. I'll sell you insurance or other things. I'll sell you. Um, But yeah, it's it's kind of the complete opposite. (laughs) Yeah, right. We're we're really firing. But uh, but it's kind of the complete opposite of Kansas City, where it's like in Kansas City, I don't really trust any of the receivers. Yeah. But I'm still trusting in Patrick Mahomes to, to be a solid fantasy asset. And we're on the other side. Like, do I have that much faith in Russell Wilson to rebound back to where he was, yeah. you know, two three years ago? Eh, not really. But I still think that he's gonna be good enough to make these well, receivers it, look good. It's like
0: betting on there to be like a Cincinnati situation yeah. last year where they, you know, you couldn't really miss with. Receivers in Cincinnati.
1: Yeah. And, you know, Cortland Sutton is coming off that injury, uh, you know, injured season. So kind of a lost season for Cortland Sutton. Um, or, yeah, maybe I'm thinking, no, he was injured the season before. Yeah. But still kind of at the you know, 776. He's breaking out 2020. I know. But I know, 20, well, man, what happened in 2020? Something have happened then. Eh, whatever. We'll talk about that at the end of the episode. Uh, but yeah, 776, two touchdowns for Cortland Sutton. Uh, so, Josh, I, I would. I do think that Jerry Judy has the ability to be a top twenty, maybe even a top fifteen receiver. I don't really like Cortland Sutton all that much anymore. I, it's not him, it's me, you know. I it's I Jerry Judy's and you know, Jerry Judy's rookie season wasn't really all that great either, but again, we're going from Drew Locke and Teddy Bridgewater to Russell Wilson, who before last year was a you know, the dude was a lock playoffs every single year I the year uh Andrew Luck retired I was able to because we had a, this is you guys remember we had their draft and the, I drafted Andrew Luck and the very next day he retired and I swung a crazy trade to get Russell Wilson and that combined with everything else that was the year I had McCaffrey mm-hmm. yeah. in his crazy season and Aaron Jones and his like 20 touchdown season And with that I you know laid waste to everyone with Russell Wilson but I, I, I again yeah I don't know you know i sorry guys I, I see that. Uh if we do if, mean, we do have the ability to do uh video podcasts uh now in the no, middle we don't so if people want to do that to, to watch the eye rolls happen we can absolutely make that happen that
0: technology does not exist
1: no but it does I just got the word word around the campfire but yeah right now I have Russell Wilson sitting at like 11 just because you know it's it's the name and it's yeah. a new team but again, he's not really. The receivers aren't any better, honestly. I think you could say, arguably, they're worse than what he was dealing with in Seattle. You know, Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf. Um, but again, it's you know, new team, new. You know, we'll see what happens again. You know, we talked about it last week, the the Stafford thing. You know, it's like let's go to a new team and see if we can swing for the fences and you know, yeah. do what we do. Um, but yeah, guys, uh, with that. Uh, the NFC West I think we can finally stop talking about it. Did, is there any other NFC West teams you guys want to have? There's only two. There's only two more, the Chargers and uh the other AFC one. NFC West. Oh yeah, did I say NFC West? I'm so sorry. well you we kind of talked about the NFC West too. So I'm going to We've been talking about both. That's uh, weird. I'm going to count that West as West Coast boys. I'm going to count that as a win. Um but yeah, no, it's uh it, it's always going to be kind of like, you know, one of those situations where you're
0: you
1: you always your brain's obviously going to say like well what happened last year like what have you done for me lately situation and I think fantasy is that you know if you want to be good at it and win at it you kind of have to like push past all of the like preconceived notions you have of a player because it's like and I think that I've always learned just, like if they were hurt or something like that but like also Wilson for me it's like if you get him in like the you know eighth ninth tenth round he could be the steal of a draft for you you know. Yeah. He could win a team for you, or... The jab's
0: all about value.
1: Yeah. It's all about value, baby. It's all about value. The Final Fantasy
2: Well,
1: uh... Yeah, so uh, moving on, moving on, moving out of the West. We're done. We're done. Um, we, did it. we did it. It's done. Uh, but I mean, yeah, it's uh, these these teams and these players, you know. And, and we're going to move over to one right now that you guys, I'm sure, are going to have a lot of fun uh, discussing and talking about uh, <laughs> the Jacksonville Jaguars. And for this one, we'll kind of make this we we'll kind of turn this one into a little game. Uh, we're going to say winner, loser, or in between. We'll say neutral. That'll be, yeah, that'll work. So Jacksonville, there's obviously a shitload of new players in. Just say what you will about them. Uh, Josh, I'm going to start with you. Trevor Lawrence, winner, loser, or kind of, kind of in between, kind of neutral?
2: Um... I think he's long term a loser in
1: that. And <laughs> and what, I, what do you mean? <clears saying throat> I mean, with the new free agency pickups that they okay. have, which are many, numerous, yeah. numerous pickups Christian Kirk, Evan Ingram, uh, the, the other wide receiver whose name will come to me in a moment. You guys know all these players. Yeah. So it's all about fantasy winners or losers. Who do you think is going to benefit? And this is Trevor Lawrence we're talking about. Josh.
2: Yeah, I said. I called him a loser. I think um, I think they way overpaid for Christian Kirk, and I think long term it's going to hurt them and salary cap issues because um, they made some other big signings this offseason um, on defense. I'm trying to think of who, but um,
1: and losing DJ Shark um, as well. Um, well, that's the thing, and again, we're just trying to stick with Trevor Lawrence here. But do you think Christian Kirk is a well, you know what? Let's hold off on that because he's going to be the next guy we talk about. Just overall, do you think that – and we're talking for next next fantasy season. Do you think that this offense is now better built to help Trevor Lawrence win now and succeed at the quarterback position? Is he, yes. more, enti- is yes. he more enticing to you in a fantasy draft with these receivers than he was last year?
2: Um, he's more enticing to me just because he has another year in and- him coaching staff in place but it's not so much because of the wide I think the wide So, wide the, so, the, so Christian Kirk to me I've I've had Christian Kirk uh a sure. couple of years and I was a Christian Christian Kirk truther but it just never it never panned out. And exactly. if you can't do it with you know I do realize he had DeAndre Hopkins last season but he missed a lot of the season too. Um I I just haven't seen it from Christian Kirk, especially to justify the contract that he got.
1: Okay, so we're saying overall, Trevor Lawrence is lost in this situation. You don't think that this team is any better um, than they were previous?
2: I think they are better, but not because necessarily of Christian Kirk. I think the signs they've made on defense um, and, again, just the fact that Lawrence should progress as an NFL quarterback. um,
1: Maybe. We'll see. Well, all right, we'll move on. Mm-hmm. No, no, Alex, do you have anything to like that you would like
0: to add? I mean, I think they are better, but the question is... We're talking about Trevor Lawrence's yeah, fantasy value. Yeah, I think it is better, but it could be, you know, from zero to one, one Yeah, out of a hundred. Is he more enticing? Sure. Is that enticing to draft at all? Not for me.
1: Yeah. And that's kind of where I am, too. Like. Again, I I have Trevor Lawrence maybe even ranked a little too high. I think he'll go up
0: in fantasy value, but in yeah. quite again, go up go up to where? Yeah,
1: and Zay Jones was the the other wide receiver uh, that they signed who again was a Boston Buffalo okay last year in, in Vegas, but right now I have Trevor Lawrence at twenty two. I have him below Mitchell Trubisky. Sorry, Mitch Trubisky. Oh, yeah, I forgot we were going to do what he didn't want us to do. So, I have him below Mitchell Trubisky. Would <laughs> you agree on that? Uh, I think I agree with it in my mind. I have him above Jameis Winston, but again, I think that'll him. change. Jameis Winston's yeah. coming off that ACL tear. In the is Winston playing in
0: New Orleans? Yeah,
1: he is playing New Orleans, who just signed Andy Dalton also. But not getting off topic here. Uh, Alex, we're going to start this one with you. And we've talked about him in that last end. Christian Kirk. And so, again, before we go, so last year for Christian Kirk, uh, 77 receptions on 103 targets, 982 yards, five touchdowns. Not Overall, not a bad season. You know, pretty solid production. Yeah. Not going to be wide receiver one fantasy, but still solid production. Do you think that he is a winner, a loser in this trade, or do you think it's kind of neutral for him going from Arizona to Jacksonville? Do you think he's gained, lost, or just
0: kind of stayed the same? Um... Uh, well, I think because he's signed, right? Yes. So, he, I think personally, he's a big. Winner. Oh <laughs> well, so, again, yeah. That's a joke. Um, <laughs> I, I don't. I, I. It's hard to say. I don't think. I'd say at best, right now, neutral. Yeah. I mean, you know, the, like you said, nine hundred eighty yards, five touchdowns, pretty good numbers. Not crazy numbers, I'm going to an offense that from a team that was 3 <laughs> fourteen last year. worst even the? I mean, I, I don't remember who their new coach is, but like, I don't. Even with new signings, they're not exactly supposed to like win twelve games. Doug Peterson is the new coach. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah, old Dougie, fresh. He's back. Well, thank the God he's getting worse. <laughs> um, so I would say neutral, I guess. That's I, where I'm I wouldn't into. go. I wouldn't go high on him.
1: I'm leaning neutral as well. Um, and that's that's kind of where I'm at. We'll swing it back over to Josh Christian Kirk.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it's mostly a lateral movement.
1: Yeah. Um, to me. Yeah. Well. Keeping this rolling, we're going to stay down in uh, old Florida town. Another team that's made a lot of signings here. The Miami Dolphins. Lots of trades, lots of oh, signings. Uh, so we're going to start with, obviously, we're going to go Tua Tagovailoa. Tua's the guy we got to start with. He's the guy with all the weapons. He's the man of the stick. Uh, Josh. Tua Tagovailoa. I always feel like I'm saying his name wrong, and I hope if he's listening, oh God, <laughs> that he's not you know super insulted. But last year, Tua... Um, uh, 2,653 yards passing, 16 touchdowns, 10 picks. Um, definitely picked it up in the back half of the season. Um, do you think that Tua is a winner, a loser, or kind of neutral in this situation?
2: Oh, I think he's a winner for sure. I mean, getting Tiger Hill and having Jalen Waddle, mm-hmm. um, both guys that can open things up deep for you. I mean, you know, if you can't capitalize on it, uh, having you know, both
1: of them there. He's gonna be a loser, now. Yeah. and he also, you know, they got Cedric Wilson from Dallas, who was a pretty talented number three wide receiver. Chase Edmonds, you know, they got some, they got some, some targets there now. I could not
0: agree more with Josh, but I think it's like what we're talking about with Carr. Mm-hmm. I mean, Carr's been around longer than Viola, but this is his year. Yeah, you can't do it now. Not gonna happen. Then stuff needs to get figured out. <clears throat> yeah, I think he is a big winner. Yeah, with all the additions they made, but yeah, this, this, you got to do it or. Or you're done basically,
1: yeah. and that's kind of the thing. You know, two has always been kind of that guy where it's like, is it going to happen? Because they don't, you know, they don't even seem all that sold on him in Miami now. Like before all of that, so it's like, and you know, I, I personally, I agree. I do think you know, right now on paper, which is really this all we have to go on, but I think on paper right now, obviously he's a clear winner. That team went from being, you know, yeah, offensively, you know, Jalen Waddle had a lot of promise. Gasecki's a really talented tight end, but now they're. You know, you
0: yeah, tightly uh, kill in the. In
1: the in I mean, the they should be competing for that division. I mean, yeah. it's a good
0: Buffalo team and a decent New England team. They should be right in there. I mean, I think the you have to expect a, a you know ten or eleven wins and to be for a division title if you're in Miami. And if yeah. not, it's mm,
1: it's over. Well, we'll stay in Miami for the next couple, too, and we'll start with Alex on this one. Uh, guy on your team last year, fun rookie, uh, Jalen Waddle, 104 receptions, just over 1,000 yards, 1,015, six touchdowns. For Guy on his rookie season, that's pretty good. Obviously, Jamar Chase and you know, Justin Jefferson did their things, but still really solid. With the signing of Tyreek Hill, would you say that Jalen Waddle is... A loser in that situation, I and mean, we shouldn't say. Do you think he? You know, he whatever, we'll keep going. Do you think? He, he, John, yeah, <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. I know our
0: listenership's gone up a little bit, but yeah. I don't think yeah. listening.
1: But would you say yeah. that he lost in the situation is a overall winner or kind of right the same?
0: You know, it's like what you were talking about earlier. With it's, it's hard to predict. I wouldn't say as of right now he's a loser, um, because you know, uh, again. If, if things get opened up more with hill another piece on the offense and you're winning a lot of games you'll there's more opportunities mm-hmm. I mean if your offensive pressure goes up because of another guy it, everybody's can go up yeah um if, if you know if it's a lousy team that can only win five or six games then yeah he loses because those balls are going to hill yeah. But if it's a good team that's winning and competing for a playoff squad I think he's just fine yeah know. So. Josh, any thoughts on Jalen?
2: Yeah, I mean, some of the volume has to go to Hill. uh, Obviously. um, From from last year, right? Yeah, that's absolutely. Um, But I think he's going to get better quality volume from the looks that he does get with Hill being in in that offense. So, um, I don't know how many touchdowns he ended
1: up having last year. Six, or are we talking about Jalen or Tyreek? Uh, Jalen, Jalen, six, yeah, yeah, Receiving, I
0: mean, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I think if, if by loser, like he, he won't be placed as high on rings as he would yes, have been, that's what we're then, then okay, then sure, probably,
1: yeah. And that's what I would say neutral in this situation. I don't think it's gonna hurt him so, bad. I don't think it'll be that big of a deal, yeah, that he falls completely off the fantasy yeah. map, but I don't no, like, I don't think I don't obviously he goes from being essentially a number one wide receiver, mm-hmm. um, to you know. Uh, the obvious second guy you know directly he's the number one but obviously you know they did say they're going to try and use Tyreek in some different ways and so saying you never know you know but I, I do think I would say it's kind of in that neutral territory uh we got one more guy for the Dolphins uh last year played for the Arizona Cardinals uh Chase Edmonds uh missed five games last year probably would have had a career year otherwise uh it was hitting like that 11 mark in PPR uh, before, uh, you know, missing that time, which was pretty, you know, really solid for running backs. He's in Miami now. Um, you know. He's another one of those
0: former Cardinals that I do not trust at all. Yeah. Just because of my stupid experience of playing. I mean, I had him for a while. Like, yeah. Two years ago. And he didn't do anything until I released him.
1: Yeah. And that's the end of the thing. And, and you're looking at um, that depth chart, too, in Miami. Like... The thing with Chase Edmonds and, and, you know, actually before Josh, Chase Edmonds' thoughts, do you think he's, you know, do you think he's going to have like a, a boom season, a bust season, or just kind of stay kind of right there where he is? I think he's largely going to stay where he is.
2: If you're asking if it's a good or a bad transition from Arizona to Miami, you know, you saw Connors get a lot, and obviously they trusted Connors <clears throat> to give him. You know, a New deal uh, in mm-hmm. Arizona to yeah. um, you know take over that backfield at least for now. We'll see what happens yeah. here. It's a lot of offseason left, but you know there's still Miles Gaskin in Miami, right? Miles he Gaskin,
1: has- Salvin Ahmed. They yeah. also signed Raheem Mostert. Um, so there's a lot of cooks
2: there. Yeah, I think you're going to see a run back by committee. And a-
1: oh, class. probably. staying
2: away from it for the most part. I
1: agree. I I would go neutral to kind of on the back end of it. I I think he's a number three back at, you know, he's a PPR format. I think he might have some value. You're not going to want to start him week in, week out. But um, yeah, and the fact, you know, he's not a goal line back, so he's not going to get you any goal line touches. And like I said, the Mostert thing, Mostert injured last year, so I'm still kind of up in the air when he's going to be ready to go. But we saw the way they obviously new coach too, but we saw the way they used Gaskin last year as opposed to the year prior. Not really, you know, there's not really just enough there for me. I, I don't think, uh, I don't think that, that he's going to be a, a fantasy factor in any capacity. Um, One more in Florida, guys. One more in Florida. We got to do uh, an <clears throat> old Joshy boys team, uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Obviously, oh, Mike on. Evans. There is team again. There is team. Yeah, it, it was a long 45 days. <laughs> yeah, of, of you, just like being a fan of the NFL. It was a drift. Jump. Yeah. Well, they obviously, you know, uh, Mike Evans is still in town. They did re-sign Chris Godwin, but they also signed uh, Russell Gage of Atlanta. Josh. <laughs> and this one's a little tougher. Uh, obviously, Rob Rankowski hasn't made any decisions yet. There's also the, you know, swirling possibilities, It's which is mostly all BS. Sorry. All bullshit. Um, you can say BS. I didn't mean to make fun of that's it. you. That's true. Say I'll say it. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, off of the you know there being a secret Tom Brady trade to Miami in the works, uh, which I, again I don't think <laughs> is true. Um, but again, that little devil. But Rob Gronkowski hasn't resigned yet, so who knows? But uh, do, would you say that Russell Gage is a winner, uh, kind of neutral from his time in Atlanta, or on the losing end of this signing?
2: I think he's a winner. Um, you know, with Calvin Ridley being out, he would have been probably. I mean, Kyle Pitts probably is going to be the number one option there.
1: You know, he's the only um, option there right now. <laughs> yeah.
2: so, um, now they're probably going to look to you know sign somebody uh, through the draft or, or the free agency. But uh, I think it's an improvement, even though he is going to be definitively behind Evans and Godwin. I think, um, but I think he could be a value in a lot
0: of drafts.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I have a question. I'm sorry. Was Redley suspended the whole year?
1: This upcoming season? Yeah. Yes. As I thought. Yeah. yeah. Which. Is BS. Not to you know, keep beating that horse. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, Why, John, do you think it's too too harsh? Yeah, it's absolutely too harsh. He bet uh, for his team to win. Like, come on. Mm-hmm. I mean, right. It's still bad, but, I mean, with all the other four, um, you know, getting into the other suspensions. we it yeah, eh, Well, yeah, we'll, we'll push this to the back end, guys. Keep that rolling. Um uh, But, yeah, so you're saying Russell will, Russell Gage is winning in this situation? Yeah. Alex, you got any Russell Gage thoughts?
0: Um, yeah, I'd say he's a winner yeah. in kind that of situation. I feel
1: kind of opposite of that. I guess we'll do a point-counterpoint. The re-signing of Godwin, I think, kind of makes Gage kind of, I don't know. I just feel like he's going to... Godwin's be... really going to contribute that one? I don't know. Absolutely. I mean, absolutely. He's Chris God- He's Chris Godwin's a... He's a borderline star. So, and with Evans there, I just... I don't know. And I have a stat line here. 12 games without Calvin Ridley last year. Because, again, Calvin Ridley... Suspended this year, missed a lot of time last year to take care of some mental health stuff. I'm gonna do a little on the side. Um, In the 12 games without Ridley last year, Gage had 29 catches, 384 yards, and two touchdowns, and that was with not an I you know and that offense was epically bad last year. That that Falcons offense was a mess. The Patterson was pretty much it, Um, and Kyle Pitts was solid. You know the touchdown numbers weren't there, but solid season from a rookie tight end. Um, but no real, you know, receivers didn't really stand out on that team. And obviously Deshaun Watson's gone uh, or not coming to Atlanta, but Gage getting out, I don't know if it really helps him fantasy wise. I would, I'm putting him in like the eighth or ninth round. Yeah. If you do PPR in any, any way, I wouldn't draft him any higher than that, but I feel like there are going to be a lot of people that be like, Ooh, sneaky. They'll get him in like the fifth or sixth round. And I, I just feel like they'll be disappointed with the output. But again, and again, it's March. Who knows? But that's just my thoughts on that one. Um, guys, we're gonna do one more. We did we did uh we did uh, Josh's team. We gotta do your team, Alex. DJ Shark. Love it. Love it. Hey, DJ Shark. So we're gonna start with Alex on this one. DJ Shark. Uh going from Jacksonville to Detroit. Do you think he is a fantasy winner? Fantasy loser? and just stay in the same.
0: Oh, why the hell not? I'll say fantasy winner. You know, fantasy. Is he gonna win by that much? Uh, no, I mean that offense is still gonna be not lighting the world on fire, but I think they'll be better than they were last year and better than Jacksonville. Yeah. Um, and I think I think Shark's gonna have a lot to prove. Um, he wants to if he can be healthy the whole year. That's yeah, that's kind of the problem. Yeah, the last. Couple. Um, but yeah, I think uh, if he's healthy and he seems to. The word is that they all really like uh, Mr. Kneecap Biter. Yeah, that seems um, to be the And, like, Shark really liked him. That's why he signed and took basically a, a cut. I yeah. mean, he backloaded it, but, like, took, like, a deal. Um, so, you know, if they buy in, I, I think Shark will have some to prove. And if he's healthy, I think it would he'll uh, be a fantasy winner.
1: Yeah. Josh? DJ Shark thoughts.
2: You got anything? Yeah. I think he's the winner uh, in that trade. Or signing, I guess. I don't know if they released him or not. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I think that offense in Detroit's going to slowly start to improve. Uh, another year, with Jared Goffner. Um, and I think his situation is better, especially if Christian you know, Kirk wound up, winded up in Jacksonville. Um, he's going to be, I think, you know, at the top of, of – uh, the wide receiver chart with Detroit.
1: Mm. So I'm again I'm kind of on the opposite. But for this one I will add a caveat. I like DJ Shark caveat. He's two years removed from a thousand yard season, eight touchdowns. But for me it's the quarterback situation in Detroit. Now there's two and we've talked about obviously we talk about the Lions quite a bit. Um do I think yeah do I think (laughs) probably. Do I think that they should kind of stay the course and do what they're doing? Yeah, I do. But that kind of hurts DJ Shark's value because he is a speedier wide receiver. And and I'll just like yeah. throw some stuff at you guys here. So so the problem here is, so the Lions throw a lot. They throw 60% of their snaps. They're throwing the ball. Last year obviously. Um, dead last and average step for throw. They're around like six yards, a little over six yards. And 15, you know, passes of 15 plus air yards, uh, five times a game, roughly, which is the third lowest behind another team. We were just talking about the Falcons with Russell Gage and the Titans. So, and again, this is all implying that Jared Goff is going to be the quarterback this year, which as of right now, he is. Yeah. Do they get kind of wacky in the draft and go for a quarterback? Maybe that changes things. But as it is right now, and obviously Shark's going to be there for a couple of years. I just don't know for me personally. And again, I don't think anyone, you know, any of us are taking him over Amon Ra. But late, taking him late. If I'm taking him, you know, I I, I like him a lot. I think he's a great player. He's a, you know quick speed guy. Um,
0: yeah, and it's all relative. Little, I wouldn't. Yeah. I, I, I'm yeah. not
1: drafting anybody in that team Oh, of course not. But hands are a little bit suspect. I don't know if I'd say he's a winner yet. It'll be more interesting to see what happens with the draft and the Lions. Honestly, as far and again, we're talking about fantasy. So when we're talking about do I like the way do I think that uh, Detroit should stay the course and kind of build the team the way they're building it? Absolutely.
0: Yeah.
1: Fantasy wise, that's not you know. That I, and that, I mean, the the yep. way I
0: answered is more yeah. Absolutely, winning against themselves yeah. of like a year ago. Oh yeah, yeah. winning oh. against a team like you know Dallas or yeah, you know you're talking about Denver and yeah. Because I mean, if you ask me right no. now, if um,
1: if I were on the other side of this and you ask me who's a fantasy loser on Detroit, Amon Ra, T.J. Hawkinson, Josh Reynolds, the whole the whole gang. Yeah, the, the only one really, that obviously, anyone's comfortable drafting high is Swift. That's yeah. it. And even he, his usage is still so weird and and makes no sense. Like I'm ranking him lower, you know, lower and lower by the day because you don't even know how they're going to use him. But but I do like that the way they're building their team fantasy wise. And again, all these teams. Do you just, think
0: Hogenson goes that that far down for like a middle of the road? And, I am or right like you? a like a you know five through ten tight end.
1: For me, t- see, tight end's are already tough. Tight end's are already yeah. tough. So Hawkinson's going to be on the higher end. Yeah, I have him around like five. Eh, not for me. I have no. I mean, him. like five to ten. Oh yeah, five to That's ten. True. I have him in the the ninth spot right now, below sure. Goddard. But because then you kind of hit that. So, I mean, he's got to throw the ball to somebody. You know, and Amon Ra did come on. Amon Ra had a great back end of the season. Will that translate? Who knows? Yeah. But Amon Ra, I, I trust him kind of right now more than I trust Hawkinson. But again, I'm I'm the weirdo that takes tight ends super late. You know, if I get Dalton Schultz in the 10th round, I'm happy right yeah. now. I'm super happy. I don't think I'm going to get that because he's the only tight end in Dallas right now. But I'd rather have Dalton Schultz right now. Right now, point blank. Oh, T. yeah, Hawkinson. absolutely. And TJ Hawkinson is a super talented tight end. That's kind of the pain of it. It's like, you know, you got to like kind of... Watch these guys go through a couple of years. Catch and then it says this is Jared Goff. This no. is the the Jared Goff is the is the fantasy problem. I mean, I think no matter
0: what, he's gone after this year. Oh,
1: absolutely. I don't see him make it. And again, they could do something crazy in the draft, and but does that mess up that kind of plan of you know building a strong yeah. team? In the short run, I think it would. Be yeah, non fantasy as
0: a fan of that stupid team, I would like them to just keep building.
1: Yeah, because I mean, my yeah. Jared Goff rankings speak for themselves like i it's yeah, no he's yeah he's, i it's just one of those Troy
0: troy hey, he's jared Goff. yeah and
1: as of right now i think i have cam newton ranked above uh jared goff and he's not even he's not even on a team yeah um but i actually don't have that but uh, jared goff i have him right now in the twenty nines. you so honest
0: to a fault i know.
1: know i can't help it i'm just that i'm just that boy i'm just that boy uh well guys uh you know we've we've gone through a lot of players we've done a lot of things and talked uh, a lot of football we have talked a lot of football and Josh there is one guy that I do want to finish you out specifically and I just want to see how you feel about this one James Conner James Conner you think he's a winner you think he's a loser you think he's a oh uh, I think from a fantasy perspective
2: he's definitely a winner um, you know the issue with him is going to be well. One are they going to make some other move here, in free mm-hmm. agency, or are they going to sign somebody? Um, yeah, or I can't draft the, you know, Iowa State running back Brees yeah. yeah, yeah, You know, look to take him uh, in, you know, whatever he falls mm-hmm. to. But um, I think overall, um, he, you know, he has the potential to be a top twelve mm-hmm. running back for sure right. uh,
1: in that offense. So perfect. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to swing one last one over to Alex, and we got some different stuff to do. Alex. <laughs> Alex, Ronald Jones, uh, new running back in Kansas City, never really made it in Tampa Bay. Obviously, last season fumbled week one, and they were just like, okay, you're done. Um, has shown flashes. Can't catch the ball, though. Ronald Jones, who do you think finishes as uh, as the higher fantasy back? Do you think Ronald Jones, Clyde Edwards, or Uh...
0: <laughs> Edwards Hilaire it's I, it's I. I don't like either really. I don't either.
1: I don't either. I. I think I would put Edwards Hilaire over Ronald just yeah. because he is a better pass catcher. Ronald Jones can't catch him Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, I'm not liking either of either. Though. And so, I mean, yeah. it's been
0: two years with Hilaire They they somewhat like to go to him.
1: Yeah. He's just kind of Sometimes. like he's a he's a
0: solid back. Yeah.
1: Who's never really you know hasn't really. Blown the you know yeah. blown the roof off of the joint. So well you know, when he was drafted,
0: it was right after they won that Super Bowl, and everybody was like, "This guy yeah. is going to be
1: he is incredible." And he's still the, young, yeah.
0: but he's just been a little like underwhelming.
1: Yeah, Josh, I know you like Rojo, and I yes, saw your God. eyes light up when I said his name. And I'll ask you the same question, Josh: Who do you think finishes higher in fantasy rankings by the end of the twenty twenty two season? Clyde Edwards Hilaire or Ronald Jones? Oh, that's that's
2: so tough. Because I do see a, a scenario, I'm not saying it's likely, but a scenario where he supplants CEHS. And mm-hmm. that could very well happen too. The, the bell cow in that backfield. Um, I think.
1: Did you call him CES? No, CEHS. Oh, CHS. Sorry. CHI, Health Center.
2: Catholic High School. CEH. I think you're going to see Ronald Jones getting a lot of the goal line work. I think he's a better pure runner than. Um,
0: I would agree with that. Clyde edwards
2: is, but I think C.H. is still going to have a role in you know, third down mm-hmm. in that offense. Um, so I think it's an improvement from the situation in Tampa Bay from a fantasy perspective Yeah, for, yeah. for Ronald Jones. Um but Clyde, I'd probably look to avoid both of them to the extent I can.
1: Yeah. And see, that's the thing, and we'll finish on this, but the, you said the mention of the goal line carries. And for me, that's kind of the care. The only problem is between Gore, Derek Gore, Edwards-Alaire, and Ronald Jones at this point, we don't know who that's going to be. We have no idea between the three yeah, of them. Yeah, and I mean, they like yeah. to throw it. in.
0: Yeah, in the, and, in the, in
1: yeah, and the they mix it up. But having those goal line carries, I think, will push yeah. one guy over the other. But it's like, yeah. who's going to be the guy who gets the ball at the goal line? That's the interesting thing. So right now...
0: and me, I mean, it could be two of the three of them.
1: Yeah, it could be Gore. It could be Jones. Or yeah, it could be any one of them. So... I'm not really sold on either one right now. I currently have C.E.H. thing at 26. I got Ronald Jones at 49, a baby below James White and Naheem Hines. But guys, I digress. We have spoken so much about new free agents and where they're going. So I kind of want to do. It's been a while since where they're going. Where have you been? You know, where are you going? So I kind of want to do a game. I want to see how how well you guys have kept track. NFL free agency, so we're gonna do it. It's been a while; we haven't done funsies in a while. So uh, pack in, get ready. I'm gonna give you the name of a recently signed free agent, and I want you guys to tell me who his new team is. And that's a little game called "Who His New Team Is." Uh, we'll start with Alex. I believe you won our last competition.
0: Who his new game
1: is? Who his new game is? is. <laughs> All right, let's go. We'll start with Alex. Alex, last year he won a Super Bowl with the LA Rams. Uh, traded half halfway through the season from Denver. Von Miller. Where's Von Miller playing right now?
0: Uh, Los Angeles Chargers? No, is not. Do, one, do you God. want to swing in and take this one, John?
1: It is the Buffalo Bills. I thought you were going to say the Rams again. And keep in mind, the players I say could have re-signed with their original team. So well, that's kind of cheesy. Well, yeah, but it's just to kind of mix it up. All right, this boy. We're all from Nebraska. right? Well, I'm not technically, but I've lived in here long enough. Uh, old Nebraska boy, Randy Gregory. For the Dallas Cowboys, where does Randy Gregory play now, Josh? I'll say Kansas City. I don't know. That is incorrect, Alex. Do you know where Randy Gregory's playing?
0: Dallas again.
1: <laughs> Not. He did almost resign with Dallas, but then pulled Didn't it at the last a second. Yep, and he is now with the Denver Broncos. Oh, that's God damn it. the Denver Broncos. Because he did,
0: he, he agreed, and then he pulled out and went to Denver. That's right. I knew that.
1: All right, so we're gonna move over to the other side of the ball. We're gonna move over to offense. And this one's for Alex. This is this is a big one right here. This means a lot. <laughs> Former wide receiver, the Chicago Bears, Allen Robinson. Alex, where's Allen Robinson playing now? See, you do a lot of these when we do other funsies, Josh. So you're not allowed. And also, you did steal a point earlier, so you could steal one now. Uh, the Rams. He is playing for the Rams. Um, there we go. We got a tie score, baby. It's March. It is March. It is March. 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 Uh, Josh, let's give you one that you won't. Uh, Josh. Josh, uh, played on the Super Bowl Cincinnati Bengals team. Loser, that is. Uh, tight end, C.J. Uzoma. Where is C.J. Uzoma playing now? Cincinnati last year, where is he playing now?
2: Oh, um, it's not... Uh, I'll
1: give you ten more seconds now. Uh, it's not... It is not the Browns, Alex. You got a, you got an idea.
0: Uh, I'll take a shot in the dark and say the Patriots. You were very close. The
1: New York Jets, You're close <laughs> in the same division, and geographically close to one another. Yeah, I
0: was. You could have just said I was close.
1: All right, Alex Leonard Fournette. Where is Leonard Fournette playing? Uh,
0: let's see. Um... Love. <laughs> <laughs> Love. <laughs> like the... uh, I'll say the Patriots again. I don't know.
1: This is a trick one. Wow. Leonard Fournette. Are you started. kidding me? Leonard Fournette <laughs> re-signed with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'm gonna storm. I'm gonna
0: storm your stage and <laughs> slap you across the face. You're gonna storm my Capitol.
1: Uh, <laughs> no, I was talking <laughs> about
0: the, the, the more recent incident. John. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot.
1: Uh, Josh, we'll move back over to you, Josh. This guy was drafted by the Tennessee Titans. He's a quarterback. Uh, spent the last couple of years in Vegas, baby. Marcus Mariota. Where's Marcus Mariota playing right now, Josh? That would be the, the Falcons. It is the Atlanta Falcons. I thought I could trick you. I thought I could trick you. Uh, let's see here, Alex. Let's give you one. Let's give you one that, that you'll know right off the top of your head. You'll know this that one. You'll know this one. There's only a couple more. I just I don't want this to end in a tie, so I uh, and I gotta give you one more <laughs> to make it even. Uh Alex, Evan Ingram, former New York Giants tied in. Where is Evan Ingram playing? Let us see if I can get any E Josh's face. <laughs> Look at
2: Josh's face. <laughs> what is
1: Josh
0: telling me? Um you? winter, summer,
1: spring, fall? Uh
0: the Green Bay Packers.
1: Unfortunately, not the Green Bay Packers. We actually talked about Devin Ingram earlier. He is playing for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Joshy boy, you take it. And I believe the last time, because we just kind of threw numbers out. I think Alex. Uh, you know, as of right now, we're going to say Alex still has you by twenty-four games. But I'm you're not making my
2: way back. You're
1: making no. some headway, and these are good. These off-season ones seem to be your bread and butter. By so 20, we're gonna, <laughs> like you'll definitely caught up and made it made it worthwhile. Uh, well guys with that we are going to finish her up and him and them. Whatever it is. We don't know what our episode's pronouns are and we don't want to make those decisions. Alex don't shake your head at me. This
0: doesn't sound like wrapping him or her up.
1: It does. Uh, we'd like to thank all of our new listeners um, new listeners uh, new Twitter followers uh, having a lot of fun uh, seeing you guys interact. You can follow us on Twitter at the FFF cast, uh, fall strong for some funny stuff. We got the draft coming up, so we'll have some fun with that, too. Uh, we'd also like to thank Gunter Volker from the band Jack Hotel for our incredible theme song that we love so, so very much.
0: John, you said you had, you didn't use your two other words.
1: Oh, I'd also like to thank fucking Alex Linowski, <laughs> sorry I said your last name and I don't like that, the Fuck, fuck, cast. and fucking Josh Weiner, uh, with the FF cast, whatever those F are, <laughs> Josh didn't get to use one though. Josh, do you want to throw an F bomb out? Um, fudge. Ah, oh, man. Man, what, a man. what a dork! a dork is malarcus, but he is a smart guy. He knew where Von Miller was playing. Uh, but yeah, Jack Hotel. You can find them on Spotify, <laughs> <Apple> music <laughs> anywhere. Uh, anywhere you can find your music, you can find them. Uh, Alex is laughing. Alex, thank you as always, my Thank friend. you, John, as always. As always, Josh, thank you as well.
2: You're welcome, John.
1: And as always, keep on fantasying. Goodbye, Touchdown. everybody. Goodbye. Field goal.